So hello and welcome to That's Rich, uh, a podcast done from isolation mm. for you in isolation. Podcast not just about uh, uh, Pizza Express's chocolate brownie. Um, what? Because it's because that's rich. <laughs> Fuck me! Right, right. Cut it, cut it. We're doing it again. Doing He's it again. Right, right. <clears throat> so yeah. Right, and we're gonna we're gonna. I really you. stumped you there. I we're really stumped you. You we're really both. were like. You really were like, what? What did you say? What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> we're both gonna try and forget that. I need a funny. No, I. Rory, don't forget, I get the final say. I get the final yeah, say. Yeah, no, that was really funny, and I hope that makes it in. But I um, I, I, I wanted to think of a better opener uh, okay. than my own, so I'm going to say. Uh, hello, and welcome to That's Rich, uh, your fortnightly podcast about rich people from history and from the now, uh, the history of the current times, and the weird things that they do with their money, uh, and the cruel and exploitative ways that they use it, and the funny ways also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Would that you was like... better. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that the we 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 really lucked out in the, the this is a very current thing that's happening and a very historical one simultaneously so we are yeah we are yeah yeah i love living in the bosom of history um this is the the plague edition (laughs) of that's rich uh brought to you from various states of self-isolation uh me and dan have weird kind of jerry-rigged setups here where we've got zoom i'm recording on my phone so the audio is probably taken up we've had we've had we had one episode of good audio quality and now back to the drawing board um, and now we're immediately back to two tin cans with string um, um so we are bringing you the strange and bizarre world of the wealthy even in today's utterly unique historical circumstances. what we typically do is we find a figure we talk about their history or, or their stories and then we try and rank them on what we call the wonka scale which is where we try and weigh up how good and how fun and how evil they were uh based on our our favorite crazy rich person willy wonka absolutely um, um today's episode is going to be a little different um we are talking principally about bizarre happenings from the world of the wealthy and the famous specifically relating to the current event which i don't i hope i don't have to name um, um it is truly <laughs> it is truly been uh, open season on insane celebrity um stuff and insane rich people stuff in general um so it's kind of if you've listened to our show before this episode will be a bit like uh, our segment called minor royalties where we kind of keep up to date on in a very brief way on, on, on insane celebrity and rich people happenings. Uh, but this week it's sort of a major royalties edition, uh, about coronavirus, etc. Uh, so we're just, so it turns out when you lock, uh, people who thrive off the attention of others in a box for two weeks, they don't just go away, which is my <laughs> hope is that they would, they would wither and die. Instead, we appear to have, uh, created a sort of Pandora's box situation where we've locked all the world's demons inside. Uh, but rather than opening them in one go, we're being drip fed the madness. Um, I think it's sort so... of like Schrodinger's cat. 
if Schrodinger's cat was able to broadcast like a terrible acoustic cover <laughs> of uh, the cat soundtrack, I guess. Um... <laughs> no, if he could just live stream updates on whether or not he's dead. Like, still not dead, <laughs> motherfuckers, can't get me. Like, we don't want to hear from you, Schrodinger's cat. We put you in there for a reason. So we've both taken, we've decided to cut this into two types of hellscape, uh, celebrity hellscape and corporate hellscape. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a nice way to go about it. So we're going to mm-hmm. firstly address celebrity responses and then also uh, businesses uh, trying to put together the crumbling paper of a, of a, of a situation. <laughs> Scrambling um, about. That almost sounded good, didn't it? That, um... So that's the structure of today's episode. Uh, we'll be checking in with our friends, the celebs, mm. uh, and also our friends, uh, the mega corporations that run your life ones there's been i think a lot of people know the most infamous cases so i'm going to start with uh, celebrity infections okay uh, yeah go ahead with that so let's let's do a rundown of who's uh who's been bitten who's got it who wants it (laughs) uh let's go firstly to america um (laughs) where the i think this was the first step that americans realized this was bad when of course tom hanks and rita wilson caught coronavirus mm-hmm. um they were like the most chill about it famously uh, chet hanks hell yeah uh, responded with a video saying they're not tripping um, <laughs> shirtless too he didn't he didn't think he should put a shirt i put on a shirt for this uh, recording dan <laughs> what bit about looking at chet hanks doesn't make you realize that he's always shirtless that guy doesn't own any shirts like it's not like he, he has he has his going out watch that he puts on he wears a watch even though he doesn't wear a shirt and that's that's the full extent of it um someone told him to um cover up and he got tattoos and he was like i'm trying man it's expensive <laughs> to cover my whole body i have to do it like 70 quid for a small one are you crazy piecemeal i'm glad you brought up uh chet hanks's tattoos so i mean so the the arrival of chet hanks was i think if anyone doesn't know um uh the ascendance exactly the ascendance so so chet hanks is i think a perfect uh a perfect symbol for the era we're in because as this virus picks people off indiscriminately and you know chucks world leaders like our very own prime minister uh boris johnson into the hospital with this just random people are crawling out of the woodwork to deal with it, you know. So we see Jared Kushner taking a big role in the States, even though he knows fucking nothing about anything, let alone this. Um, and in place of America's dad, Tom Hanks, we got America's <laughs> burnout son, Chet Hanks, who is the most... I mean, he looks like just mm. if Tom Hanks fell off the wagon and then was run over by the wagon and then started doing Instagram live links about what it's like to be under the wagon. Because he had, you, we were talking a bit before about his, because he had his initial response and everyone, I mean, flamed him for it because mm-hmm. it was jokes. And then there was the, um, his response to that, was it? Or there was a rant or something? I, I don't well, so that. this is why I mentioned the tattoos, right? So so Tom ha- uh, Chet Hanks has been thrust into the public eye in a way that he wasn't before. And um, you mentioned his tattoos. On, on Chet Hanks's chest, he has, uh, you know, a, a weird kind of adornment of, you know, like, I don't know, wings and fire and shit. Like that weird Conor McGregor thing. I don't know. Like it's a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the middle, um, he has what can really only be described as the Illuminati symbol, the the, tri- the pyramid <laughs> with an eye in it, right? I don't know the exact origin of that symbol. I've seen National Treasure. Exactly. Yeah, you've seen National Tre- You've seen the documentary National Treasure. Um, you know what's going on. So 
Chet Hanks received a lot of uh, burn from uh, particularly his kind of fan. He was accused of being in the Illuminati. I guess Tom Hanks is a powerful guy. They think this makes sense. He'd be in it. In response, Mm -hmm. Chet Hanks made kind of a funny video where he tagged himself on Instagram at Illuminati HQ, and he did like a whole riff about how, ha, ha, ha. Now, this is, I think, a very good example of Chet Hanks because Chet Hanks tried to play it cool and then immediately fucking lost it because apparently too many of the comments were saying, no, he's actually in the Illuminati, et cetera, et cetera. So then Chet Hanks recorded what I consider to be one of the one of the best uh, exemplars in the genre of one minute 30 long rants posted straight to Instagram. Um, so rather than play you the clip, I'm going to I transcribed all of this and I'm going to read it to you now. So, OK, this is uh, this is Chet Hanks responding to the accusation that he's in the Illuminati. All right. Check this out. You motherfuckers are going to believe what you want because you're already so fucking wedded to your Internet conspiracy theories. But I'm not actually in the fucking Illuminati, dude. I got this fucking tattoo because I'm extremely spiritual. I believe in God. I believe that God oversees everything, has a plan for everything. But you motherfuckers are on some <laughs> other shit. <laughs> okay, so that's the opener, right? It got, he, He's confused religious and spiritual. Yeah, he I was mean, like, I'm very spiritual. It's like, I believe the Lord our Savior was killed on the cross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I don't know. I like, find this weird because he has a plan for everything. I mean, his parents are ill right now. He seems very blase. I don't know. Check continues. I was trolling in that last video, obviously, because I'm pissed off at what y'all motherfuckers are saying about my family. The ridiculous shit fucking shit that you guys like to sit around and fucking think about is fucking disgusting. He then, and I find this particularly amusing, goes on, Look, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Because of course he does. Let's step back from you fucking shit fucking idiots. I get it, man. I totally get it. He says, look. Look, I get it. I question everything, and I don't fucking trust shit. But that doesn't mean that every fucking conspiracy out there is fucking true. And I know you're gonna fucking say, oh, this is some Illuminati tactic, and I'm trying to cause disinformation, but you motherfuckers are on some bullshit. So... Uh, he con- concedes a lot to the conspiracy mm. because, of course, look at Chet Hanks. Of course, he believes the Illuminati is real. Of course, he believes that other people are in it. He just doesn't think he's in it. And so his own people have turned <laughs> against him and he's furious. The video concludes um, majestically uh, with one of the great sign offs. I think uh, Chet stands up, shows the inside of his apartment which is admittedly pretty fucking dingy looking. It, it looks exactly what you'd uh, expect it to look like if you've ever seen Chet Hanks. And Chet concludes, Does it look like I'm in the fucking Illuminati, dude? I got a bunch of shitty-ass fucking furniture in here. <laughs> huge, huge vibes. This is, is so the funny. guy. A prince. The prince of our time. Ascendant to the throne of Hanks. Behold, Give it all to the Chet. The man who drew swords and still. <laughs> it is Chet Hanks has risen. Um, Amazing, incredible stuff. Um, there's a few other, uh, just briefly. Um, Idris Elba also caught it from Justin Trudeau's wife at a WE Day event. Um, but you mentioned conspiracy theories, and it brought me onto something uh-huh. that I'm, I'm finding just baffling: was the uh, proliferation of the 5G conspiracy theory by high-profile celebrities. Um, very good very good can i just say can i just before you go on can i just add my conspiracy theory about idris elba which is that um 
he got it from Justin Trudeau's wife because at every party uh, Idris Elba goes to, everyone is obligated to kiss him on the mouth <laughs> very hard. Um, so, which is why he got tested so fast as well, because everybody knows. Well, I mean, I've, have you been to a party with it? Yeah, I, I had to kiss him. Yeah, did you kiss him? <laughs> the the pr- sa- no one said I the had prince to. of Saudi Arabia kissed him. Everyone's kissed. <laughs> no him. one said I had to, but I did feel it was appropriate to. Yeah, sorry, I meant had to in the kind of cosmic sense. When you see Idris Elba, you feel you have to, yeah. you know, like oh, you are yeah. seized yeah, yeah. by a passion that, you know. Um, sorry, go on with your... But uh... yeah, in, in a similar vein, um, there's been an immense problem of high-profile celebrities and other influencers sharing misinformation about 5G spreading coronavirus. Some of the biggest one is Woody Harrelson, who, uh, among boomer memes... <laughs> Oh, the in, chat of a previous era. <laughs> um, in amongst boomer memes, they included this one from his Instagram that said, they said a mask and gloves were enough to go to the grocery store. They lied. Everyone else had clothes on. Um, that's the kind of no, memes no, 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 no. sharing. Sh- his. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. What? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Everyone else had clothes on. So the but see, that's not. I thought. I thought. The shop with with with. But that's more of a masks. dad bit than I was expecting. That's what I'm saying. Amongst the amongst those kinds of ah memes right okay is Which several is... Uh, problems of him sharing videos of uh, Chinese people tearing down their towers, misinformation about the spread of it in Wuhan, uh, really bad stuff. That's like, absolutely he's doing true. Doing his due diligence, yeah. So but that's um, that's always the defining feature with the with the boomer meme guy or with or with the chat style guy is that in between like saying that like the Jews are masterminding and control of the you know universe they're arguing about which brand of Nike sneaker is the best like like with the same urgency <laughs> yeah. though like it matters just mm. as much. So, but basically, uh, MIA rapper um, she is she MIA? Ha ha ha. She. Ha. She, well, she was Kill kind of me. included that she was spreading it. I think she believed it, but wasn't. So, so she tweeted, people in England... So this was around the time that people started setting fires to yep, the 5G good. towers. Because, you know, why not? Cover all just your bases the, is what I say, you know? most ridiculous. Yeah. Because London is a, you know, essentially a village. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, we all have, like, weird little um, village mob mentality where we hear the town crier say... That there's a new 5G post up, and we yeah. all get our pitch it's for it. Ridiculous. Um, so MIA tweeted, honestly, very <laughs> quite jokes advice to me, saying people in England are setting fire to it. They should just turn it off till after the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> could just uh, could just turn it off, guys. I don't know why. MIA why somehow. To- Somehow over and underreacting there, <laughs> <laughs> misidentifying five G, but thinking just unplug it, dude. Like, like um, you know. This is from a Guardian article about it. Research by Oxford's Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism found that while while politicians, celebrities, and other prominent public figures were responsible for producing or spreading twenty percent of false claims about coronavirus, their posts accounted for sixty nine percent of total social media engagement. So there's a lot of Hunger Games stands who are not reading the news, who are going <laughs> like, "Well, fucking, what he said he it. Think? He's been in this situation before." Yeah. I say this in a sincere way. I've never said it before. Uh, stars. They're just like us. They're <laughs> fucking just as dumb and as afflicted by boomer memes and as easily convinced as us. They they 
They have no special powers. Mm. They have loads of long um, reads saved in their favorites that they will not read. <laughs> they, they, they say the headline of the article they read over breakfast to sound smart. Um, you know, at, apparently, uh, BBC News. Uh, and speaking of, Woody Harrelson's also a good jumping off point for a fairly wholesome uh, alternative. His uh, infamous True, De- True Detective co-star, Matthew McConaughey, has come out as a voice of reason in yeah. all of this. I don't know if you've seen his posts. He is, I haven't, I haven't. I, I don't say this lightly. He is presidential. Holy shit. Yes. 20, yes. 2024 is I all right, see all right, it. all right. I so see I it like, um... so. <laughs> so he, he posted this video on his Twitter that I found genuinely comforting of him going, in these crazy times we're in with the coronavirus, let's take care of ourselves. We have an enemy that is faceless, raceless, sexless, non-denominational, and bipartisan. Let's see if we can make some lemonade out of this lemon that we're in the middle of and turn a red light into a green light, he said, adding a wink and saying, just keep living. <laughs> Holy shit. But it's that him, like is... in, yeah, go on, sorry. You, you, I want, you that's react. just, no, but that's so perfect because that is like, that is, if, if Matthew McConaughey was president in a movie, that's how he talked, because he still has to be folksy, right? Where it's like, I just, you know, find the, find the back of the bison and ride it till dawn, right? You know, but... <laughs> But also, yeah. because of True Detective, the only thing I can imagine is Matthew McConaughey <laughs> releasing bizarre, unhinged videos where he ran. It's about <laughs> the virus of the mind, man. <laughs> it was him on... But he also... He's, he's making good on his spread of, of positivity. He recently surprised an old folks home with live bingo over a Zoom chat. He came in and did bingo with a Thank God you said it. over Zoom. I thought you were going to say... <laughs> surprised an old folks home with a you know with a, with a pack of his fellow recent burning man attendees who are giving out free a... hugs and <laughs> i will say as much as much as i trust matthew mcconaughey's presidential speech i definitely don't trust his uh personal hygiene because matthew mcconaughey's like weird leathery skin makes me convinced he's got what he would refer to as a system for washing himself <laughs> that isn't quite like anyone else like he uses strange oils and herbs and well, and hates soap I'll, I'll briefly mention there's some the 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 He's sort of kind of a drop in the ocean. Lady Gaga has come out on top of uh, with uh, the... So she basically had this really weird, awkward interview with Jimmy Fallon on a live version of Jimmy Fallon. Uh, or like an Instagram, like a Zoom chat version. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a mystery around. She was really awkward and couldn't talk about certain stuff that he was mm-hmm. asking her about. Uh, and then this was in an article in Vanity Fair. The small-scale mystery around Lady Gaga's appearance was solved Monday when Global Citizen and the World, H- World Health Organization announced One World, Together at Home, a virtual telethon that Gaga will spearhead from the entertainment side. Thus far, she and Global Citizen have raised more than $35 million in donations. Wow. Um, and she did a follow-up interview, I believe, where she said, to sort of explain this, she said, while I think the sentiment is nice, you know, as in about us all coming together and being one. Uh-huh. I also think the fight that I'm in or that you're in is very different than the fight of a woman who is in perhaps an abusive relationship and has a child and has, and lost her job and can't feed her kid and can't feed herself and also can't get the help she needs because she's in a violent situation, Lady Gaga said to Fallon. There's things that are going on in the underbelly, not only in this country, but countries all over the world. I've been, recent, I've been really focusing a lot of my energy on figuring out how I can help because we all want this to end, but being in this all together is a tricky statement. Uh, what that woman is in, I want to honor that that woman is not in the same fight that I'm in, and I want to help her fight that. Pretty fight. good. Thanks for talking about the underbelly on Fallon, yes, Lady Gaga. Gaga. <laughs> yes, Gaga. Yes. 
Um, I don't know if uh, you can you can cut this, um, but I I just I gotta talk about the fact that the fucking the, all the late night late night comedians are now YouTubers. Like oh, I just yeah can like this whole thing can be seen from many vantages, but mm-hmm. I would like to see it as a test of what it will fucking take to get Jimmy Fallon to just stop. <laughs> But, like, we have seen it's not, like, plague won't do it. That motherfucker, if he has to be holed up in his own house with his fucking slide, by the way, that he has in his living room, you he will it, not see... shut up. So, you know, like... He, he to me, was always an empty vessel in a suit in a studio. And seeing him out mm-hmm. of that, sort of like, okay, we're doing this. Uh, I don't really know what going on it's just like dude, uh, yeah. dude like what how, come on like what are you <laughs> this come is on, where what? you come shine on, what? come on what do you give mean give me charisma give me like yeah, you yeah, shouldn't yeah. need I, there was a thing about and i'm not saying like the golden age of of late night talk shows but jay leno was always called a comedian who could perform <laughs> anywhere he was always seen as that guy like yeah. whatever room he was in he'd bring the magic and you gotta just bring the no, magic. No, but Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon depends on the room, right? Like, if the room isn't fucking millions of dollars and conspiring to make Jimmy Fallon look charismatic, he's like, yeah, hi, hi, hi. I can he, laugh, yeah. but delayed over Zoom. That laugh gets even worse when it comes after a big pause. But no, it's like, because, okay, I will, and I'm not, I, I do think all of late night is pretty. Oh, one second. Oh, it's all right. What's going on? Um, dude, I'm gonna have to call you back because uh, my mum was trying to fix the sink and it broke and it just leaked everywhere. So uh, I'm just gonna help her clean that up and we're gonna continue. Listener, we're gonna continue this in just a second. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> um, hello, welcome back, listener. Um, <laughs> it, based on my last recording, I'm sorry we had to interrupt. My house is exploding. <laughs> uh, so basically. Um, what, what happened? happened? Tell us, tell us what happened. You know, the the viewers are keen to, the listeners are keen to know. Some drama happened I, I, on I, pod. Can I just say, by the way, yes. I heard your mum scream a blood curdling. Daniel, yeah, help so me! Did. And you ran so out did. the door like man of action, like, <laughs> bolted out the room. And I'm just left here. I will say, I heard her yell once, and then and I ignored it. And then the second time, I was like, oh, now that now audio it's is real. on yeah. the pod. By the way, they'll play you in court where. <laughs> So, Mr. McEwen, you uh, you heard mm. your mother's cries and decided to um, to keep doing a, a a cool joke you had about the celebs. Uh, your Honor, the my portfolio does come first uh, <laughs> in all my in all my work. User um, engagement. So, I can show you the stats. Uh, it's very important that I maintain. Really? So we've had this leaky sink in our kitchen mm-hmm. that has been going, and my mum, as many people in quarantine took it upon herself to fix it um and now and it turned our sink into a geezer um <laughs> and she um and I, I had to run down and, and turn it off she was very upset uh, but it's okay now we're getting a guy out in a few days but there was basically so there's two of these stopcocks the things that cause the water to run through oh yeah mum had turned off one of them um and and we turned on the main one and it seemed to run normal we were like hey okay it's back to normal let's just we're chill and then my mum went outside and the hose was on the hose hadn't been shoved in but the hose tap was on it running filling up the recycling bin um so my mom turned that off and then saw in the window the water shoot straight up 
like an Adam it. West Batman problem. Yeah, like that. In, a, in a in a Buster Keaton film. But it was um, it was we're quite all right now, and we're the uh, we're gonna get a guy out, and we just mopped up, used all our towels, uh, and uh, we're just gonna have a big pile of dishes for a while. But other than that, we're fine. Uh, well done, is, well done, it, Matt. Um, you look like you really stepped in and uh, and played yeah, played, yeah. played the sun and helped out. Yeah, I, yeah. And came back it's into to the happen, room, yeah. giggling your head off and went, "Okay, I gotta go. We're gonna have to record later." <laughs> and you know what? It I was, was fine because I I was really worried about leaving you high and dry. I just like, should I end this Zoom chat? <laughs> should I? Right. Okay. So cracking on with. Uh, so where we left off. Um, just briefly, we were mentioning, I think, that Lady Gaga was doing good as a celebrity. Yeah. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, just to finish up this area, we have Vanessa Hudgens saying that people's death <laughs> is inevitable. Um, so that's the that's Vanessa the spectrum. Thanos Hudgens. Yeah, <laughs> weighing up humanity in each of her hands. Yes, quite. Give a thing um, and take a thing away based on the weak that must be culled. Before we move on to the wonderful world of corporate chicanery, I do feel we we must address the elephant in the room, which was the probably the biggest moment of uh, celebrities fucking up in recent memory, which is the, the Imagine All the People video. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. for any of you who are <laughs> living under a rock... Um, I found comfort in that. Oh, I was I was moved. I was moved to fuck. I was I was so. Um... I was found um, screaming <laughs> in in what sounded like I, I was so beyond. I was so yeah, leveled yeah. up. Yeah, me too. In I actually... ecstasy, that I was just screaming. <laughs> I actually got too hopeful, and I had to be told to calm down. I was too inspired by that uplifting message. Um. So uh, yeah, the the Imagine video was, of course, a bunch of celebrities uh, who underrated detail looked like complete shit i don't know if i don't know if anyone clocked uh, mark uh, not mark Wahlberg, sorry uh, mark ruffalo looking at his reddest and hairiest i think i've ever seen him lying i can only assume hanging upside down in a cave um, uh, as he filmed it on his front facing iphone 3 because he just he just looked like garbage but um singing uh individual verses of john lennon's imagine you know gal gadot uh, Kristen Wiig, oh Kristen Wiig, we, why were you involved in this? Uh, Will Ferrell, uh, but the everyone's said enough about this, right? No, everyone's been the the takes have been done on this. However, I wanted to discuss my favorite little detail, which is a recent update, which is a star of model and actor uh, Jamie Dornan, star of Fifty Shades of Grey, um, completely throwing everyone under the bus. <laughs> For his I think I saw a bit of this, but I wasn't sure of the full yeah, story. Yeah, so I mean, J- Jamie Dornan um, released a statement in which he uh, he explained, uh, uh, "Kristen and I did a movie last summer that's meant to be coming out on the July thirty first. Always got to promote, I guess. I don't know why this is relevant, uh, but who knows what will happen? We got on brilliantly. I would do anything for her. That's how highly I think of her. <laughs> this, is, this is the kind of things that like." people involved in group sex murders later say like we were or like the, the jonestown massacre I'm incredibly fond of her i would do i would do anything for for Kristen wig her impressions are so on point i'd kill a guy for Kristen wig um i was the biggest fan of her before anyway not being on social media i wasn't aware of the reaction yeah all right fucking jamie sure 
uh, but was made aware by my Please, mates. there was definitely a public... Sorry, just to say, there was definitely an awkward publicist call. Being like, so Jamie... Um... That, that recent project you did... Um... Jamie Jamie Dornan was also quoted as saying that he filmed the segment in his toilet to quote make it normal <laughs> to have the most normal one. He filmed <laughs> also, by the way, Jamie Dornan, very good looking man, still still looks good in this. But again, he appears to have extremely wet hair and uh, his <laughs> eyes are bloodshot red, like the crying guy meme, you know, like mm, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, I, I, he also yeah. he also added uh, that uh, I just got dragged along with it. So, you know, just completely tearing down all his friends. And... In in a way that is very on brand for Jamie Dornan. I think he, he falls in the caliber of... Oh, is he a little stinker? He's a, <laughs> he's a naughty little boy. Um, he, <laughs> he, just in, in all the press I've seen of him promoting Fifty Shades of Grey, it's the same kind of tone as Twilight of just like... Yeah, that scene was terrible. <laughs> like, that scene's yeah, really he just, unsexy. He just hates, he hates um, his job and his fans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was really surprised by his, like, Nuremberg-style defense of it, where it's like, you, you couldn't understand unless you were there. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, Jamie, like, you made the video. Yeah. You sang your... Yeah, you say know... it with your chest, man. You thought, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no one to kill or die for or whatever you say. I mean, like, um, don't fucking... Speaking so, of... Yeah. A cringy i think the celebrity cringe because we, we're quite possibly witnessing the death of celebrity i mean it's mm. going to be mm. at least if at least not the death the stroke the late stage stroke of celebrity it's, it's cele- celebrity has got late stage dementia and is putting its handbag in the freezer and calling us all the wrong name like celebrity is yeah, all yeah, yeah. the way out mm. celebrity is confused and and uh disorientated mm. but it's a very good thing it reminds me a couple of years ago <laughs> but of this when, um, is good <laughs> this is what we need yeah the fact that people reacted so angrily to it i think is an excellent sign a couple of years ago i remember um obviously for for decades uh, the queen uh, in this country has been a source of you know comfort in tough times etc to people and then mm. a couple of years ago um you know coming off nearly a decade of austerity in this country she made a video in front of a golden piano yeah <laughs> and I remember. everyone lost their minds and i feel like that was the yeah, proto uh certainly. celebrity video where yeah the, the, that's the her imagine. and the glamour is starting yeah is starting to to get to us mm, and we don't um, want this fucking consolation i think more so uh uh i think what you're talking about is also exemplified by um uh the, a video that i've sent to you which is from uh, Justin yes. Bieber and Haley Bieber's um, live streams that they've been doing, where they often mm-hmm. talk to celebrities. Um, mm-hmm. I've sent you a clip, which is, um, I mean, you'll know okay, I'm I gonna... sent it. Okay, I, I've left the Zoom call to, to watch it on Facebook Messenger, okay? okay? So, so I can watch it in my headphones. Okay, great, no back. problem. Uh, so, um, How to I'm describe... Still Do you want to tee this clip up? Um, it is... Justin Bieber showing his love for his wife, Haley. Okay, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. That that's all I need to know. Babe. My favorite person Ooh. in the whole wide universe. Ooh. And what and and like are we are we best friends? Oh. Okay. What else? What else? Um Chef, what are you making us to eat? Mm. Ooh, burrito time. Is this a chef? Pretty much. You're so mushy mushy, read the comments. 
Do you love your hubby, hubby, hubba, hubba, hubby, hubs? Oh my god! Okay, okay, hang on, hang on. Let me just, uh, let me just... Let's get plugged in here as fast as we can. Okay, Daniel, uh... How'd you feel? Mr. McEwen, Mr. McEwen, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? What did you just make me watch? Sorry? Um, coping, I would say. Uh, I would say that is the... I imagine the listeners having almost an instinct reaction to you, since I'm going really to include so, that I audio. Um, Listener, if you're not clenching your <laughs> entire body so that you can produce diamonds inside yourself, that that that, that, that there is a bo- is, is, is uh, what happens when you throw a 15 year old boy into the limelight. Oh um, my god! Yeah, exactly. It's almost as like he's stopped developing at age 12. Has um, all the money and power. In the- oh my God, Justin Bieber! It's really- twenty twenty, <laughs> and Justin Bieber is a small bean. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, kneel before your God, Babylon. <laughs> That's <laughs> I know this is this is who we chose. We chose collectively when we chose to buy Usher. When did. We, yeah, exactly. When 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 Usher when Usher came out from the from the temple and, and held in his hands the rap child and he says, this shall be your prince. And then we all went back to our parents and said, mum, Usher's nominated a sire. Can I have 99p to buy baby on iTunes uh, for my birthday? I want it as my ringtone on my Motorola. <laughs> I, want it as my ringtone. I want to Bluetooth it to all my friends. And when we all did that, we put this simping his own wife ass motherfucker <laughs> In we we gave him more gold than you know Alexander the Great ever acquired in his whole life. Holy shit! I, I watched that video and I just thought Flint doesn't have clean water. That's <laughs> one of those ones. Yeah. yeah. D- sorry, I need um, to, you know, just one detail before we move on. When he said chef, was he cute, cutely talking to someone else? Because he looks. What the viewer can't see is that he looks I, off camera. So there's clearly someone else. Mm-hmm. Now it's quite possible. I would imagine he's cooking with. Yeah. If 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 Justin Bieber has a personal chef, one that's pretty messed up that they're living with him in quarantine. Two, if Justin Bieber goes up to his personal chef and goes, "Oh whoa, hello, hello, what kind of what's for dinner?" I think this uh, <laughs> this entire project of Western capitalism is um, failed. And and do you know? Yeah, do you know that the singer Charlie Puth? Vaguely familiar. He's a pop star. He he hit the headlines for a similar thing where he apparently tells his staff, his his assistants, that when he wants to eat, he says "me hungry." (laughs) So (laughs) there is there is no doubt in my mind that every single pop star is just a child that speaks that that says that goes ooh ooh oh my god like you know oh my god you know transfer accounts (laughs) pre-revolutionary france was bad and everything but at least it wasn't people going uh quartier quartier me hungry me hungry i demand me hung it's much more desperate and yeah yeah exactly Um, it's so And so uh, that's the first of our hellscapes this episode. Yeah, so we're checking on the celebs. Um, so in conclusion, uh, nobody believes. That's the best it gets. Yeah, that's as good. By as the way, it gets. that's the best it gets. That's entertainment. <laughs> that's the entertainment side. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Don't look to these yeah, people for yeah. fucking anything right now. Yeah, literally. Um, but 
uh, we, we'd like to also discuss the rich people who are actively uh, ruining people's lives um, and know that they're doing Exactly, yeah. Um, Those without excuse, so, as we call them on this show. So there are a few, uh, and, and some of this is also just addressing the, the insane economic situation that's occurring right now with this, with this pandemic. So start with Amazon, uh, who again, I mean, you know, the piss bottle company yeah. has had a bad reaction piss bottle to, HQ. to prioritizing their staff. <laughs> Um, so they said they would increase hourly wages in the U S by $2 to the hour, um, in the UK and, uh, and two pounds in the UK and two euros in Europe. Uh, they expect the price rises to expect to cost about $350 million or 285 million pounds. But the, the reports from workers have been insane. This is from a guardian article, um, says my kids are off from school. This is a, uh, an Amazon warehouse worker in Troutdale, Oregon who says, my kids are off from school. A lot of businesses are letting workers work from home, but Amazon workers are going in extra time. We're doing the opposite of what everybody else is doing. And due to the nature of our work, it's hands-on. We have to do that. Uh, there are people coughing in here. There, are, there aren't paper masks. We are getting unlimited paid time off, but I still need to pay bills and rent. I can't take that unpaid time off. Um, Amazon said it has offered all warehouse workers unlimited unpaid time off through the month of March and announced last week workers diagnosed with coronavirus or placed into quarantine receive up to two weeks of paid sick leave. So they've done that very tricky thing yeah. of, hey, they can take time off, but it's like their essentialness to the job yeah. means that they know they literally can't. And that's not even an option, really, with the overhead that they're now This is facing. a company who, after a recent organizer criticized their policy on coronavirus, uh, held a meeting uh, in which that was attended by uh, Kubel and owner of the tightest shirts imaginable, Jeff Bezos, um, to try and smear him for his, like, calling him not Is... smart or articulate in an attempt yes. to discredit him. Yes, was that the Vice? Yeah. Yeah, was that in the Vice reporting? Yeah. yeah. And then he afterwards said, um, I'm sorry, I was upset. Or like, <laughs> I wanted the best for the company. I was upset. Like, well, no one... Yeah. When I'm upset, I lay out a strategic marketing <laughs> plan to smear someone. I just, I'm sorry, it got out of my hands. The guy I mean, was sat on top of my pile of gold coins, and little <laughs> the man who makes fifteen dollars an hour upset me. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was, we were in the meeting, and I said me hungry, and it didn't. <laughs> I didn't get food brought. To exactly, me and it makes me mad. No one was popping grapes into my mouth as I was as I was rubbing uh, my little tum tum. The the worker so, was mean. And, uh, you know. These and, and long live and just uh, yeah, literally the last thing and the last. I mean, there's, so there's not much hot takes or hot news in, in the Amazon world as far as um, no. They're just continuing no, to do great. <laughs> they're just profiting <laughs> extremely just off the madness. Um, so let's just keep cyberbullying Bezos until we get uh, get into yeah, exactly. Yeah, so try there's no, and there's no hot take. The... Make fun of the fact that he lost all that money in a divorce. Uh... <laughs> Make fun of the fact that he's this roided up nerd. You ever see old photos of Bezos, by the way? Everyone go Google old photos of Bezos. Old old Bezos um, looks like a conservative backbencher and he dresses like me and he'll like stand in front of books and the headline will be like the man shaking up the business world. And he looks like, he looks like the most anemic fucking <laughs> piss pit. He looks like, no, you know what he looks like exactly like? He looks like uh, in, in a film when there's a prostitute uh, and they need a particularly pathetic guy to play the John, you know, who like comes in with yeah, a stack yeah, of yeah, yeah. I just want to, I want to get a little tug and you know, that's how lame he is. <laughs> 
<laughs> literally um this guy runs your life yeah, that's why i'm just thinking that was at a time where people saw they couldn't conceive of business being anything other than you know guys in suits getting whiskey drunk at 4 p.m <laughs> like that was the whole they were like if you can't do that what how is he even making exactly <laughs> I, I don't know um but um so but in a similar vein uh, Tim, everyone's favorite uh, <sighs> pub man, final boss, Tim Martins <laughs> of Weatherspoons. He is the um, pub man, final boss. He comes out of a door is, at the he, back of Weatherspoons, and he. When the lockdown was first precipitated, or first the sense that we have to close businesses and large gatherings, he said that he'd keep his 867 pubs in the company open. Uh, he, he quote uh, my instinct is that closure won't save lives but will cost thousands <laughs> of jobs and create unsustainable costs for the UK I believe central London pubs and restaurants are extremely quiet but supermarkets are often very busy in the, in the vicinity there are still people out and about who welcome a drink or meal and other facilities uh. pubs and restaurants provide as I understand it Taiwan, Singapore and South oh, Korea shut up shut up shut up shut up shut up, shut up shut up shut up he goes on to say Am I out of my depth? We're a democracy, aren't we? <laughs> I'm obviously not an expert. Shut up! Oh, That's shut all up, I can shut say. up! Oh my god. People can accept it or not. Even if you're an epidemiologist, you can look at what other countries do and weigh up what's happened. More people have caught, caught the virus in one building parliament than in all our pubs combined. Again, confirming his pub man. Oh, like, exactly. Exactly. This is so perfect that this is. Because there's. there's Oh my god, when evil wants to convince you that it's not evil, there are many tactics. There are some people who will, you know, gerrymander statistics. Uh, there are some people who will, like, you know, rouse you with a horrible speech. Uh, in the case of Tim Martin, of course, he uses pubman tactics, which is his just a torrent of half-baked records, where he's like, oh, I've got to make it Singapore. And he says, like, fucking, you know, that actually, you know, this virus is all, it's going to blow over in two weeks. And, and, and the virus doesn't work uh, when the moon is waning anyway. Uh, and, and, I, and, and then, of course, what's the final step in pubman bullshit is when he feels himself, he doesn't even have to be interrupted because he can feel opinion turning against him. He just turns and goes, well, what will happen tomorrow? I can say what I like, can I? I can keep my pubs hey, open. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Literally, it's he. He, I do like. I mean, he went on now. Uh, you know, pubs closed, and he told his workers in a oh, uh, fuck. in a memo um, to get a job at Tesco. <laughs> that was what he. Let um, them so eat he, cake. He, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Let them stack shelves. <laughs> what, what I do love about Tim Martins is that I have to. I get to remember. That he looks, talks, <laughs> and acts like that. Every story, <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Tim Martins is a freak," and the guy who runs Weatherspoons still <laughs> looks like he does. Like you wouldn't even have to to if I told you he, the man who owns Weatherspoons, yeah. you'd picture exactly, him. The exactly. He's the, the most. He it's, most. It's, he yeah. looks most like yeah, like he was grown in in the all the liquid that accumulates at, under the, under the disgusting rug and like he just sprung out of it fully forward you know in um in harry potter where dumbledore has that little machine where he gets all the lights from the lampposts when he in the first mm-hmm, book when he mm-hmm, first Tim Martins does that, but with the drips of pub, <laughs> of the pub nozzles, and he forms. That's what it is. He he. It's <laughs> when you clean out uh, bar mats and you pour them into a bit, he his face emerges like the T one thousand from Terminator, where it just. <laughs> 
My my friend has worked at Weatherspoons, and she told me it is just the worst. Like they don't even let you come in on your off hours to that particular your particular Jesus branch. Jesus Christ! Drinking in there, yeah. That is psychotic. That to the letter, yeah. I, I, I think a lot about who would play him in a movie. Oh. Uh, my first instinct is James May, but he's not an actor. <laughs> James May is so just he... another famous guy. Um, Tim Martin's looks like... I, I, a, a segment I was going to do earlier, but we, we now won't do, was obviously a lot of people are uh, are shaving their head in quarantine, and I was going to ask us to rate them. But I think that if uh, if you shaved if you shaved Tim Martin's crazy shock of Andy dirty Andy Warhol hair, it would be like when mm-hmm. they shave Aslan in the line of which in the world. Like it saps him of all his strength, and he just and he looks he, like the rotting egg that he is. He looks like um, if Doc from Back to the Future <laughs> could drink, did drink, and in fact. <laughs> would not left his sofa for days and was just like that's what he looks like and he just it's it's amazing we're lucky in a way to live in the same time yeah, yeah. no no two the way tim martin dresses fucks me up because everything fits wrong and he doesn't own two pieces of clothing made in the same decade like everything is a hodgepodge yeah literally i don't yeah it's it's he yeah, it looks. He looks like every item. He dresses like every item in a charity shop. Is this what he bought? Exactly. Like, yeah. He yeah. He he always. I don't think he's ever let anyone finish a sentence. He's, uh, <laughs> he's just, oh, I've seen. Like, no, no, no. Come on. Oh, wait. Hang on. Hang on. This, is, this guy. This fucking guy. Like, oh, I actually. Like, he yeah. became. Uh, he got to be in charge of Weatherspoons by winning the ranked competitive pub argument marathon so he just he has the best (laughs) pub arguer tactics he has the best bullshit statistics that aren't real he has the best interruption oh he's a master of the pub man interruption the second you reach for your glass he cuts across you with some fucking racial slur you haven't heard in two decades yeah he's he's the guy who there's a lot of pub guys who say Oh, I think that barrel's uh, near the end. That's probably why it's a bit flat. <laughs> He's the guy who realised the dream of he went out and bought his own <laughs> green Green King pub. Uh, he finally did it. Um, so fuck that guy. Fuck that basically. guy. <laughs> My guy sucks. Um, not like the Green and, King. And, you know, not like the Green King. <laughs> green King is run by the Green King, who who is a pagan <laughs> god who I worship. And he is a noble and fair man. You have no powers here, Tim. Tim <laughs> Pledge yourself to the Green King. Slightly more strange is uh, Sarah Blakely, who is the CEO oh. and uh, founder of Spanx. Yep. Um, she has a net worth of a billion dollars, and, you know, that's a lot of money. Mm. Uh, how how do you help people in these times? Well, uh, she sent out this message. Calling all brides-to-be, do you want to borrow my wedding dress from me? I have already loaned it out <laughs> twice, once to a good friend and once to a girl I just met. <laughs> She captioned a series of photos of the dress on Instagram on Thursday. My good friend at Julia D. Gruber was having a hard time finding a wedding dress. So one day I said, just wear mine. And she did. So she was uh, loaning out her wedding dress to people who couldn't get married because of quarantine. What's her name again? Just Sarah Blakely. Mrs. Blakely. They can't get married anyway. That doesn't even make any fucking sense. What yeah, is this address? They can't go to the venue. They probably have a dress. You said earlier, let them eat cake. This is that is the most let them eat cake, let them eat cake uh, ass thing. The Spanx we have woman. A bell. Can I say we can we get can we get yeah. some kind of soundboard to be like ding ding ding? Let them eat cake. <laughs> let them eat. <laughs> 
your let them eat cake moment this week brought to you by Sarah, the woman from Spanx. Um, Spanx, to be clear, are the the stretchy, tight, supposed to hold it, hold your in, stomach. right? So, oh, that's perfect as well because that's the twenty first century corset. So this, she really is fucking Marie Antoinette. Um, it's insane to me. She has a billion dollars. It really, it really speaks a to a billion you. dollars, so that women can yeah. like hug their bodies. Oh, that's fucking sad, man. Sorry, that's just sad in a whole other way. Uh, I'm having one of those white guy moments where I realize <laughs> problems are like specific and and uh, yeah, don't, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to wear this woman's nasty ass fucking wedding dress on the supposed best what if best day of my yeah. life. Yeah, what, what if, if it's tacky? tacky? Yeah. Is it Spanx like? Does it does is it already made with Spanx? Does it hug <laughs> your just, body? In? It's a Spanx bodysuit. <laughs> is actually what she got married in. It's a full head to toe. Like, hey, if you want it, uh, you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> my... That's like that's like the person from fucking. You had the Shrek wedding, lending you their wedding dress, and it's like you do have to dress up as Fiona. Uh, if I... <laughs> is that okay? Is that okay? <laughs> if I was the Spanx woman. Uh, I would just say, hey, I'm giving out free spanks for if you want to pull them over your head and wear them as a mask to rob a local bank so you can feed your family. That that would be good uh, in in the current circumstance, right? So news this week out of Apple and Google, two of the largest Silicon Valley tech giants who are notoriously reticent about working together. They've made an announcement. They've been collaborating uh, in creating an opt-in contact tracing tool that uses Bluetooth technology to track people who might have coronavirus. So okay. it's a, it's an app that you download and uh, it sends out these Bluetooth keys when you're around people and then okay. you know it registers all the people you've been near. And then mm-hmm. if one of those people gets diagnosed with coronavirus, they put it on the app and then you get a notification saying you should get tested or you should self-isolate for 14 days because you've been in contact with someone. So it's it's rem- okay. it's it's the most Silicon Valley story because it's remarkable technology. They're telling us they're going to use it for good. And I'm fucking terrified and I don't trust a word of it. Yeah, literally. I mean, yeah. this... Every now and again, they do reveal that. It's like, yeah, we do have... We can do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're yeah, there like... We could... uh, you, you know, would the uh, would the big mind reading machine help with this? And we're like, we're like, what? <laughs> now, like, oh, you know, just the big. I, we're not saying we have one, we but have if that... if uh, if you if would being able to read and store everyone's thoughts would that help you out? Would that? Listen, not really. Tell me if oh, it okay, works. Well... Tell tell me if it has any practical use. But we did make Cerebro for <laughs> X Men, and you can totally tell us if it's kind of fucked up we did that we were just tooling around we're just in a shed we're apple we're still just tooling we're around we're just in a tooling shed, around taking e but, and and uh we all took a break to be a dancing silhouette with earphones <laughs> in um man that is so they do that every now and again amazon as well and they had wasn't that that clip of they had they were like leasing out face recognition technology to find yeah 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 yeah, yeah exactly and we're like one every now you again, can do that yeah. and two this is how you tell us you can do that like you should have to <laughs> announce every time you break ground every time you do a chapter one in the sci-fi novel thing <laughs> you should have to come and tell us um i personally i don't want to get too like purely speculative I, but can i just say i really hope the the notification is kind of awkward like, it's like a friend, like, hey, um, 
<laughs> this is kind of weird to say, but like maybe you should have <laughs> It's not really. You know, John. He yeah, he was a little sweaty. Yeah. Um, yeah, he maybe... said it was asthma. It wasn't asthma. And you remember we sat we sat on that bench. Yeah. I'll tell you how I know, but don't get mad at me. <laughs> like, that's the kind of tone I wanted to have. <laughs> I went to a rave the night before. I know I should have told you, but I was stressed at the time, and I didn't want to say anything. Um, what Apple are saying is that, or Apple and Google, which again, uh, like in this article, it really refers to the, the Apple Google tool. Again, clear dystopian sign. These are meant to be two companies. They hate each other normally. And now they're combining forces. I, I don't think that's a good sign. It doesn't keep records of where you've been. It says these are self-erasing. It doesn't, you know, hold on uh, to the information. Um, there's been dubious claims about uh, things like that have been claimed before on other apps, famously with uh, Prism, the U.S.'s uh, service for mm-hmm. gathering uh, people's emails that collaborated with Google, um, which we assur- we were assured couldn't happen. Um but the other thing is that, I mean, I, so you'll know this from working like service industry jobs and also just, I mean, even mm-hmm. this is making clear with things like Zoom, this wouldn't have to become like a mandatory thing. They keep insisting it's opt-in, but this wouldn't have to come mandatory. Like mm-hmm. after this is all done, like companies could adopt this app and say, hey, if you want to work at our mm-hmm. place, yeah, we would just suggest you download this. And they're like, yeah, you know, it tells us, you know, oh, if you're on your, you know, if you're skiving off or, you know, are you going too far <laughs> yeah. on your lunch break or something. Um, I don't think yeah, that's I mean, unreasonable. Like, I don't think that's impossible. It's 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 um it's the same opt in mentality that you know the Zuckerberg talked about. Where it's like, oh, you know, there is a record, but you can delete yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, ask yeah. Them not to, and it's like you've no one fucking knew that. Like that you're gonna hide it deep in the terms and conditions or whatever, yeah. and not let us know. And Ooh. it is strange that they're working together. I guess it's it's hard to tell if that's a genuine response to crisis or if that's like an opportunistic like marketing thing i mean yeah arguably both i mean um, i think it's like... i think it's also one of those things that you sometimes see in a like <clears throat> sorry one sec um something we could talk about in a future episode is that uh, this kind of crisis uh, that really hurts a lot of small companies and really helps a couple of the really big ones is exactly mm. how you get huge monopolies right so how a handful of companies like apple google and amazon just come to completely dominate it happened after world war one after World War one you know kind of cleared the grind of the global economy and a bunch of huge hitters kind of raised up uh and uh that could happen again and again i don't trust these fucking assholes and flip-flops with <laughs> with my entire life of course not no God right no. do you want to you want to do your next thing was that was that yeah uh, the final one I mean yeah I have a few other things depressing what sorry yeah the well it wasn't just in business it's also in government uh, yeah. Kelly Loeffler uh, was one of a couple of senators in America uh, along with her Richard Burr who sold stocks they had uh, on when they were briefed about coronavirus early on this was around they had a briefing on january 24th uh, here's the question uh, senator kelly loeffler of georgia uh reported the first sale of stock jointly owned by her and her husband on january 24th the very day that her committee the senate health committee hosted a private all senators briefing from administration officials um that was including anthony fauci mm-hmm, was there mm-hmm. that um 
and uh, fucking in a hell. Story, Senator Richard Burr sold between five hundred thousand and one point five million dollars in stock in February. At the start of February, uh, this was before Burr privately warned of markets tanking as well. Jesus his, uh, fucking Christ! Um, this is a quote from the Daily Beast article on this. Um, if you ha- if you forgot, it's illegal for members of Congress <laughs> to trade on non-public information gleaned through official work. Um, she also went on to say on her Twitter that the Democrats have dangerously and intentionally misled the American people on hashtag coronavirus readiness. There was more to it, but it is funny to me. It's that kind of playing down. <laughs> like, yeah, so it wasn't that bad. It really yeah, it was fine. Right, you know. We've had pandemics before. Uh, oh, all while fine. Uh, <laughs> under the table, hastily rearranging your stonks. Like, let me just run home, <laughs> make a few changes, and then I'll tell you how bad it is. Holy Her excuse shit. was that a lot of the stocks were run by third party officials and accountants. Mm. Um, mm. But like third party th- officials who were also for, like, briefed. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, so it's, she was saying like I, those are out of my hands. But it's like, come on, man! Yeah. Like you, if you like, it, it, it must be so. Um, I think it must be so part and parcel. That's a classic rich person defense as well. I love that because uh, another great politician defense as well, where when they're caught doing awful things, they remind us. Oh, but I don't. I don't make those decisions. I'm a fucking dum dum. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm not good at being a politician or good at managing my money. I pay other people to do that, and so I always have a ready-made excuse. Like with politicians and aides, and stuff. Oh, a, a senior aide who does all my work for me because I don't know fucking anything about the job I'm yeah. hired to do. That was them. The don't be mad with... at me. I'm an idiot. I'm a dum dum. Same... I'm a little dumb baby. Yeah, and these accountants, the third party, you know, oh they're the ones who. It's the same as the the same tone as when I remember when Jimmy Carr was caught in that whole tax, yeah. not paying his tax and stuff. He phrased it as I had an accountant that said, "Do you want to not spend yeah, exactly. as much on tax?" Yeah. They 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 know those deals and they offer those exactly. deals and they know. Their wheels are greased. They come pre-greased, and they like, and it's all between between the lines, and it's all fine technically. Exactly, and telling each other that it's all all right. Yeah, it's like no, you don't understand. Everybody thinks this is okay. We're all. That's the other great one. That's the classic defense where it's like ever. We all do it. Say, oh, thanks for reminding me that this is a brutal class interest, and that you're all aligned. Yeah, and you all know whose team you're on. So it's a whole, it's it's a, it's a bloody racket. I tell you, I tell you what, it's uh, it's it's just not fair. It's just not. uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. What the fuck is this? This episode is to set like. Halfway through this episode that began quite silly, Dan Sink burst, and now we're like, you know, I especially with the setup. Now I'm coming for those elites. <laughs> especially with the setup, I feel like I'm doing like pirate radio where I'm like, the government can't yeah. stop us. They're currently swatting us as I speak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got my phone on a tripod. Oh. I want to throw one last thing in the ring because we often do the Wonka scale, which we mentioned oh, before, yeah. is our way of ranking. Uh, celebrity or rich person insanity. Uh, I, I I think I'd like you to take everyone we've considered so far mm-hmm. and weigh up what is the most Wonka e. Who is the closest to Wonka that we've examined? That's a great question. So if you need a rundown, we got who or, or the closest to what Wonka would do in a pandemic. Yeah, I think that's I the think question. That that's the one that that's the one that messes mm-hmm. me up. Uh, remind us of a few of the characters. I'll I'll list a few as well. Um. So we had um. Matthew McConaughey, 
um, we ha- who was very presidential and surprised mm-hmm. uh, oldsters with bingo. We had Lady Gaga raising $35 million in donations uh, for the cause. We had Vanessa Hudgens saying people are, it's inevitable that people will die. Um, we got Gal Gadot Imagine and, and, and et al. Uh, we've got Woody Harrelson sharing 5G conspiracy theories. Got Justin um, Bieber and... simping his own wife. Uh, we've got Chet Hanks. Do you think Wonka was a sim? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, no, Willy Wonka was not a he sim. chocolate, sure. Wonka was Volcel, obviously. That's why he has no kids. That's why he has to have a whole fucking amusement park tour just to decide who which name goes at the top of the will uh, before his ritualistic got, suicide. Um, um, we've got Tim Martins and we've got Sarah Blakely. Bezos and Kelly Loeffler, who, who I'm going to say who I think. Okay, I have, tonally, I have an answer, yeah. Tonally, Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, yes, I think was the closest good to answer. Just being like, oh no. Wait, stop, come back. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. That's the, <laughs> that, is, uh, that is peak Wonka, I think. Okay, um, well, I have a... So I, emotionally, I would say that. That's a very good answer. Uh, my answer is also uh, resigning and definitive. Uh, it's Tim Martin. Uh, because I think setting up your bananas terrifying concoction activity and just defiantly saying i mean we we know that obviously fda tried to shut wonka down many many times and that's why nobody ever goes in nobody ever comes out and <laughs> i mean do you think wonka would stop production in a pandemic not a fucking chance Tim Tim Martins would do the Willy Wonka walk out of the factory <laughs> and he'd fall down, but he wouldn't get back up. He would stay. He falls down <laughs> he and there's a sickening splat noise. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and he gets up like, I'm all right. I'm all right. And he'd say it was planned. I'm good. Yeah, no, what planned, he's thinking. Oh. Yep. Mm, no, I need a minute. I need a minute. Oh. Has anyone, got a, anyone got a blue moon? Anyone got a pint of blue moon? One of the influencers always has a pint of blue moon ready to give him. Like, give me, get that orange out of there. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, fucking just chucks it. Tim Martin, right, get in. Come on. Tim Martin kicks his staff into the doom bar waterfall that he has in the in the middle <laughs> of the Govspoons HQ. <laughs> just proudly chucking. A certain amount of employee blood is what makes it that sickening piss color. <laughs> that like kidney failure piss that that, that delightful doom bar is yeah tim martin w- wonka ass motherfucker yeah those are the two for sure i do think um i'm sure no there's i mean every there's i would say no that we've there's not enough time to get into that sorry this is nothing i'm gonna cut one of this okay is i'm just thinking about sorry my thought my thinking about tim martin's is as what? numbed my brain there's gonna be an, we're gonna do an app on tim um we're, we're gonna dig deeper into tim um okay i think that's it for this week's episode of that's rich i am absolutely possibly coming um, out at too long um but we hope you enjoyed it uh in these difficult times um yeah we're gonna keep i mean we're, we're still very happy recording remotely so we're gonna just keep churning out episodes as they as we were before. Try and have something more lighthearted. Maybe come back to some stuff. I mean, yeah, going on uh, with the format know, Airbnb, as normal. The, yeah, the Airbnb situation will, will maybe warrant its own <laughs> Holy shit. Corona special uh, part two. But um, in the meantime, uh, you can find you can, if you can find all our social media on uh, That's Rich Podcast on Instagram. Uh, That's Rich or not uh, is our Facebook page, and on Twitter it's uh, Rich underscore Podcast. Or I think if you type in That's Rich, it's fine. Um, 
there's there's tons of content on there and that's when you find out about new episodes about new guests um if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please do leave us a review it just really helps us find people um and as we go i'm gonna maybe throw in we're gonna give a shout out to people that leave five star reviews and read them out on the show yeah leave Um, leave reviews and we'll be reading them uh so yeah do do keep uh, do keep listening um we really appreciate everyone who's listened so far i really appreciate all uh, the bots that like every post on Instagram are really um, yeah. Shout out to Big yeah, this... sixty nine and um... <laughs> Christ posts yeah. daily. <laughs> um, we genuinely uh, really appreciate. Yeah, it. look, people. This that's that's me, Daniel McKeown. That's uh, me, Rory Kelly. Stay, stay safe, safe. And Rory. Just to see us home. Do you want to do a little verse of Imagine just to to bring some comfort <laughs> to people? Do you mind if instead of singing a bit of Imagine, I read you a funny thing that I just found about Imagine on Wikipedia? John Lennon once said, the world church called me once and asked, can we use the lyrics to Imagine, but just change it to Imagine one religion instead of no religion? That showed me they didn't understand (laughs) it at all. It would defeat the whole purpose of the song, (laughs) the whole idea. (laughs) Which, to be fair, he's right. What if, John... John, we love Imagine. We love the track. It's it's great. We love it. What if it was actually pro-war and hunger and death? Thank you so much for listening Thank to this so much for listening. hot mess. Join we love you dearly. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs>